Yo, welcome back, everybody, to another episode of House of Biden. My name is Charles Jagler. I'm joined by my two co-hosts, Kushreen and Brandon Haffernan. All three of us are back here today to talk about probably our biggest episode of the year. As you all know, recording this on Thursday, and in three days, it will be Super Bowl Sunday, the biggest game of the year. Um, since last time, we had the conference matchups, and now that we have those finalized, we now know that the Bengals are taking on the Rams in L.A. at SoFi. Second straight year, actually, that one of the teams will be playing on the their home field after it's never been done before with Tampa Bay doing it last year and now L.A. doing it this year. Um, so this is one of – I'm really excited for this matchup. This is one of the matchups that I think – Nobody could have predicted going into the season. I think the Bengals were no. – It's, a mean, lowest, the, it's the, the lowest seeded matchup in NFL history. Favorites. Yeah. At the beginning the of the year, the Reds were one of the favorites. Not the Bengals, though. Not the Bengals. The, the Bengals were plus 15,000 oh, odds yeah, to we'll even like, make the Super Bowl. Yeah. Were their odds to even make the playoffs were insanely low. Yeah. They were predicted I, everywhere that I was seeing, like, when they were doing um, divisional records before the season. They had the Bengals having, like, three or four wins max going into the season. I mean, and reasonably so. They literally – they could have skewed up this draft so bad, but Jamar Chase thankfully able to, was able to work out for them. They Obviously, they were one of the worst O-lines in the league uh, last year. And then this year, too, they were a terrible O-line, but it just didn't matter because of Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow just having such a good pocket presence and being such a good quarterback and Jamar Chase being able to be such a good deep threat for them that it really didn't matter how deep bad their threat. line was. Jamar Chase? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> no, I just like that word. Uh, and then obviously the Rams, we all know they were they were one of the favorites going into the season, like Brandon was saying. But they really made like an all-in push for the season game. Von Miller, OBJ in the middle of the season, and now all that to lose, all that to lose to Joe Shiesty in the playoffs. Which I can, I'm I'm so excited for this. This is it's going into this, we could all seen like you know Tampa Bay Chiefs again. We could have seen Green Bay. We could have seen you know any of these teams that um. We're favorites going into it, but thankfully now, like it's someone was saying, like it's like year eight of like a Madden franchise going into it because these are two teams that you would have never seen like competing recently. Um, the Bengals are one of the quickest turnarounds that I've ever seen in the NFL, and now they're going to be playing in the Super Bowl against the Rams. So, uh, what? Just took my water. I was thirsty. <laughs> yeah, you got some of my water. But... I'm not thirsty. <laughs> So what do you, let's let's talk about the Super Bowl a little bit. What what are your guys' predictions going into it? What's going to happen? Who's going to put up numbers? What's the final score? All that. Bengals are winning by ten. You think so? Nah, I think it'll be a close game. I it's think gonna be a I think McPherson's going to hit another game winner. Like how many? He's hit three in a row, so right? You think the Bengals are winning. Yeah, I think the Bengals are winning. Stafford. Nah, that guy's going to choke in the biggest game of his life. To be honest, Watch. I I think the Rams will win, and I want the Rams to win. If the Bengals win, I won't even be mad. I don't care who wins. I don't, think, I don't care who wins. The Bengals is America. This is right my now. perfect Super Bowl. I love this Super Bowl matchup. I know it's great. This is the the perfect Super Bowl. The Super Bowl I wanted most when the playoffs started. Yeah, these two teams. I could agree. I agree with that. I think. I don't I, agree. Either way, oh well, yeah, obviously not for you. But I think either way it goes, I'm happy for Matt Stafford even making it this far after getting out of Detroit, after most of, most of his career just being wasted away for them. Even as a Bears fan, I think we all know that, like, the Lions are, like, the lovable losers. Like, everyone, everyone's just fine with them because they suck anyway, so you can't, like, hate them. And so I like Matt Stafford. I wouldn't be mad if he gets a ring. I would actually really like that. I would love to see him in OBJ. Nah. OBJ, too, because it's controversial. Yes. It's controversial, and it's kind of like – How is he controversial? 
Uh, he's, he's not. I, mean, he's I wasn't controversial. He's always in the news. He's dramatic. He's always in the news. Like he's because he's an emotional player. I want to say that's controversial. There's a difference between the only time emotional. he's ever been in the news is for the Josh Norman situation in the both pictures. Like what other related to football? There's been stuff with like some of like the models that he's been with, Dane, and just like saying like weird stuff. I want to say he's him. controversial. They're just in his business. They are in his business. I think that every the OBJ narrative that was on him in Cleveland is completely gone. And this just shows how much Cleveland was messing with him. And really, oh, yeah, it wasn't Baker even Cleveland, just it was just every, Baker. Yeah, everybody was saying, Oh, he's washed, he's a locker room cancer, he's dramatic, and he goes to LA. And you're not hearing any of that anymore. All you're hearing is how much of a t- great teammate he is, how skilled he is. Jalen Ramsey said he's one of the hardest people he's ever had to guard. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, that's yeah. what happens when you actually have a good quarterback throwing you the ball, not Eli Manning or yeah. Baker Mayfield. And here's the thing about the locker room cancer thing. I I agree that he's been doing really good on the Rams with that type of stuff, but you you can't argue the fact that like he had his dad on like Facebook complaining about his quarterback. He was on social media just like, Ransom House quarterback after Baker Bayfield. Um, I think that it's easy to be like that when you're winning. But when you're with the Cleveland, you're not winning. That's when a type of – when, like, OBJ's emotions come out like that. And I think that he wasn't – when he went to Cleveland, um, he was looking for kind of, like, something different away from where it was at the Giants where they weren't really winning games and stuff like that. And Cleveland was – had a pretty good offense. And the, um, at the time, Baker Mayfield, young quarterback, who was um, a high draft pick. I think they were looking to have an explosive offense and win games, but when that doesn't happen, that's when you really see his true side, which is like, you know, arrogant, um, selfish, not a good locker room guy. His dad on social media complained about stuff. But at the end of the day, he is one of the guys who's like I would say he's like a childhood guy for us, but like that's all that's all a guy we like know and love from when we all first started mm-hmm. getting the football. So I would I'd be happy for him if he was able to get a ring. I think he's a good guy Donald. when he's winning. Well, Aaron Donald get a ring. No, nah, Aaron Donald's a crybaby. And Jalen Ramsey. Aaron Donald whines when he can't win. How much longer do these guys have? Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase and all them have their entire career ahead of them. Yeah. They're all in their second. Well, their second well Jalen has a lot of time. He's under 30. Yeah, but he's 28. How much longer do you think he's in his career? Five for years? Corner is a, as a position you can really? play for a while. Yeah. I don't Five think years? So. Yeah. I don't think they can play for a while. I think How much he longer can. is he's Aaron been playing. I mean, he's Aaron, exactly. I don't see that man slowing down ever. ever. Jalen Ramsey's style, though, I think will allow him to play for a decently long time. Just but he's a physical he's, corner. Yeah, he's physical. That's good for being older. He's like a sub linebacker. Like you don't need him for his speed. I think speed yeah, he's not... quicker than strength. Yeah, I mean, it you, does. You see guys like Bobby Wagner that's still putting up like 125, 130 tackles a year with consistently. No yeah, but Bobby Wagner's slow and not good coverage. Exactly, that's exactly. exactly. Yeah, and Jalen Ramsey, as we saw, like he played kind of like a linebacker position this year, so I think he can continue to be successful. Um, Not not even if it's like with his lockdown ability or with his speed, but just like in general, I think he can be a good player in the NFL for a certain period of time. Yeah, that's I agree like, with you. Yeah, that's kind of besides the point, though. I, I, I'd be happy with anyone that seems to really get a, a ring. And same with the Bengals. I think Bengals is like America's team this year. Joe Burrow, um, who actually I wanted to touch up with you on this Kush because I was wrong. He did win comeback player of the year. I, I told you. That. What did yeah. I tell you? I told yeah. you he was gonna win it. So bro, I think you can't hate him. Like this man went from being a third string backup at uh Ohio State, 
which also I want to talk to you guys about that too about the transfer portal later because the transfer portal saved Joe Burrow's career. He came back at L- against our with LSU, um, with Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson, won a national championship, and now two years later after tearing his ACL, he's in the Super Bowl. Imagine and if they I get Jefferson think- also. If he leaves in free agency, because like, do you think he wants to keep playing? He's still there for another four years. When he's at top, you think he wants to keep playing with Kirk Cousins? Kirk Cousins will be there in four years. Kirk Cousins will be there after next year. He had a good season. You think he'll be there in four years? Thirty-six years old Kirk Cousins. That's such a random thought. That would be sick though. You said Justin Jefferson, so I was thinking of that. That would, that would be pretty raw, though, to have. That would be um, unstoppable. They'd have yeah. four, like, freaking Pro Bowl receivers. They do need to focus on that O-line, though, like I was talking oh about earlier. Oh, my gosh. It's amazing that they won that game against the Titans to me with Joe Burrow getting sacked nine times. And that just shows, like, the poise of Zach Taylor and that team and the persistence of them. They able to get through that because I don't think I've ever seen a team struggle that mm-hmm. much offensively, especially with the O-line, and they're able to win. Who That's, was coach of the year? I'm sorry to interrupt you. No, you're they haven't announced yet. Yeah. yeah. So as as we're doing this, it's Thursday night when they're doing the awards. Right now, they they announced defensive player of the year, assistant coach of the year, and comeback player of the year. Who was Dan Quinn, TJ Wine, Joe Burrow, respectively, and uh, offensive rookie of the year, oh, which was Jamar Chase, Jamar Chase, Chase and Michael Parsons. Parsons. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, yeah, I did see. Which I'm happy to see they went against the quarterback award and yeah. gave it to Jamar Chase because he deserved it after. His year. Yeah. Right. It wasn't even close. Yeah, it wasn't but even close. Everybody's saying, oh, it's a quarterback award. It's going to go to Mac Jones. Just that was before Burrow darted. I mean, Jamar Chase dominated his last, like, five games of the season. Yeah. Jamar, Mac Jones had it pretty in the clear the first half. Of yeah, the he did, but then it completely flipped. Shake, but, yeah. Jamar Chase really just turned up and hasn't stopped since as they're just going crazy in playoffs. But here's one of the matchups I want to talk about in the Super Bowl. How do you think um, Jalen Ramsey versus Jamar Chase will turn out, and will that lead to like any other receivers on the Bengals have a big game, or even Joe Mixon to be incorporated more? I think that Joe Mixon is going to be the key to this game. To you be think honest, a hundred plus yards. You think? I think Joe yeah, because... Mixon will be the key to this game. Here's the thing. I think he needs to have. Five... They need to just get him the ball as much as possible. He needs to have five... over five receptions. In over 80 yards. And then you run the ball because if they and that, need to run the ball efficiently. Yeah. Not Burrow, just 80 empty yards. If but, Burrow drops back to pass, Donald, um, oh, Donald, Leonard, Floyd, and Von That's Miller exactly. are going to feast. Because that O line is so bad. Have, Rams, they should be run. They do not, they should not blitz the entire game. Uh, they don't need to. They exactly. rush four That's and they're going to get to them every time. Yeah, exactly. You rush four. You bring, no, it'd be five. Don't they have five men front? Four. Leonard, four. Leonard Floyd and Von Miller off the edges. And then two interior D linemen. Okay. Yeah, then Rush. Rush four, drop seven the entire game. Mike Brocker plays for Detroit, bro. Oh, yeah. He got traded a while ago. I have no idea. I forget his name. It's a white dude. Yeah. It's, uh, I forget his name. I don't know. He's good, though. He's good. I think I said Brocker's last episode, too. And I think they'll need to get the ball out quick to Joe Mixon. They'll need to run the ball. So that way, if they're dropping seven back in coverage the entire game, you should be able to run. I mean, I know it's the best yeah. defensive line or front four in the NFL, but you should be able to run the ball consistently well. Yeah, and that's the thing. Joe Mixon is like a short, hard-running running back, so I think that 
he'll be able to have a good game if they give him the workload, like you mentioned, because he hasn't had a over 100-yard rushing game since November 28th versus Steelers, who is a good defense. He averaged like six yards a carry against them, though, with two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. But that's also because he had his second-most season high in carries, which was 28. And that's that's basically a narrative for a season. He's only had two 100-yard – or, my bad, he's had three 100-yard rushing games, but they've all been when he had the most carries, when he had – 29, 28, and 30 carries are all the times when he's rushed over 100. So I think given the opportunity, Joe Mixon will have a big game. But it's just a question of they incorporate him enough because so far what we've seen from him in the playoffs, and it's worked for them so far, is that Joe Mixon and their run game is really just like to break up the pass game. It's not really like a necessity or something that they prioritize in their offense. Yeah, not at all, but I think it needs to be the priority this week. Yeah, I agree. In I short, agree. quick passes, they can't be, like, throwing the ball down the field. He's not going to have that yeah, much time. Yeah, that's why I said Joe Mixon. Yeah. yeah, but, I mean, like, short slants to Jamar and Tyler Boyd and, like, wide receiver screens and stuff like that also. George, the Bengals have been doing really good. Jamar Chase took a wide receiver screen. Like, yeah, they need to do that stuff. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't think, know if Jalen's going to let that happen, though. Yeah, I think he's going to shadow him. Yeah, exactly. That, it's, that makes – Doing screens so hard. That's what you makes multiple videos of Jalen Ramsey blowing up screens. Yeah, yeah exactly. He plays so close to the line. And he reads it like a book. Even if he's gonna shadow Jamar like he says he is. No, I don't know if he, will, he did say that he shadowed yeah, Jamar. Yeah, he said that. Like, he's, he said that like I, he's the best player on the field. And I want to be on the whole game. But we, he's also said that before against like the Packers. Yeah, but he's so also never been in a shadow. game this big, so it may be different. Yeah, I think they may just leave him on Not McVay. It's the defensive coordinator. Oh, yeah, yeah, true. It's more so like the offensive uh, calls the offense for them. But mm-hmm. I think that, yeah, so I think if Joe Mixon gets like 25-plus carries, I think they put themselves in a good position to succeed offensively. Um, I I do wonder about the defense, though, because once again, we've talked about this before, Matt Stafford has to continue on his role. And he can't the defense has been playing really good. It's yeah. part of the reason they've won their games. Yeah, that's what I mean. They need to continue to step up because – the offense can get it done. It's just a matter of the, – the Rams have a perfect matchup, in my opinion, against the Bengals. There's no reason why the Rams shouldn't win this Yeah, game. exactly. Um, but then and again, the, the Bengals need to do whatever they can. The, the Bengals should have won last game. They should have won they any of the games they besides got the Raiders game. No, they got close to getting bounced in that game also. Okay, I'm just saying, like, I, They should have won that game, yeah. though, matchup-wise. That's true. They shouldn't have beat the Titans. They shouldn't have beat the Chiefs. Yeah. Everybody's been saying, oh – it's up for the cheat. It's up for the Bengals when they play the Chiefs. But I think I think this is the time when it officially comes. So, uh, who is it? So yeah, as we're doing this right now, we're just checking the uh, NFL awards. And Mike Vrabel did just win Coach of the Year, which I think I think I did say that one. So I, at least I I got one of those right to get back at you. But that uh that was good for them. Based on it's only a regular season uh award, I think that's good that they gave it to Vrabel for that. Um, which ties right into what we're talking about the Titans. But I think. Even against the Titans, like the Titans really had a good matchup against them too, with the with having Derrick Henry back especially. But the Bengals by just loading the box so much were able to disrupt that, and especially with the Rams run game being so shaky right now. Um, I think no, Cam um Cam Akers has been good. Cam Akers what? Cam Akers has been game. terrible. The only reason the Bucks were in the game, yeah, yeah. Cam yeah. Akers fumbled. But like when he six doesn't times. fumble the ball, he's averaging a lot of yards. He has a good yard per carry. I don't know. I I think that the they're really gonna rely on the passes. Uh, That's what they do anyway. Matt Stafford. Yeah. They threw it for the against the Niners. They threw it the first three plays. Yeah, Cam Akers has not been doing great though. He's what he happened has, to Henderson? He's, he's Henderson had, had a good season. Yeah, 
Yeah, I know. That's what I mean. I think they need to give him more carries. I think that's they really decreased his workload after the Buccaneers game for the 49ers. So I think that uh, he'll have a more heavy workload going into this game, which I think they're going to need because Cam Akers, you can't have those type of mistakes. And that's what I'm saying about like Matt Stafford too. Like Matt Stafford, Cam Akers, the Bengals just need like one thing to go their way despite them having no nothing matchup-wise in their favor, in my opinion. I think that – if they're able to get, like, one or two breaks, which the Rams are very capable of giving away with Matt Stafford um, overthrowing a ball or Cam Akers fumbling, I think that they're, like, one mistake from the Rams able to, like, give them a push to win this game, which is why I can see it. I think either way it goes, it will be a signature margin of victory. But the Rams really – Oh, yeah, hopefully. Last year's Super Bowl like, sucked. That yeah. game was so boring. Yeah. I think we're in for a good Super Bowl, mm-hmm. regardless. Yeah, it's a good matchup-wise. Um, yeah, but – I think even even besides that too with Joe Mixon, I think guys like T. Higgins and stuff could uh, have a really good game as well. I th- do you know if C- the C. J. Uh, Uzama is supposed to play? Because he he took uh, off his brace. I saw, the, the I saw that he tore it off. Yeah, he took off his. There, Bengals are having like a prep run, and he took off his knee brace to kind of like show everyone that he wants to play. But he was also limping, so I don't know if it's a good idea to come back and play for this game. But he's a really really key part of the offense, especially down this, like, end-of-the-season Super Bowl stretch for them. So I think if he plays, that's a huge fact for them as well. The Bengals are really deep in that position offensive-wise in terms of their skill position players. So, oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, they, I that's think they need somebody to step up, and I think T. Higgins will be that guy, or C.J. Osama if he plays. And like we said, as long as uh, Joe Mixon gets his carries, then I, I think the Bengals put themselves in a good position. It's just if their defense can really step up, make plays, load the box, all that. Uh, but yeah, that's that's what we got going on right now. The Bengals or um the Rams do open as open up as four point favorites. They were favored uh by fifty six point six percent of expert votes. So it is a slight edge in their manner, which I can see. But yeah, they have the best roster on paper in the NFL. Yeah, it's hard to pick this game. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm really excited for that game. It's gonna be a really good Super Bowl. I'm glad to see um no Tom Brady, no Aaron Rodgers, no Patrick Mahomes. I'm already getting sick of Patrick Mahomes. I hate Patrick Mahomes. Aaron Rodgers like he goes to the Super Bowl. Oh yeah, you're right. It's only been like the Bears haven't touched the Super Bowl. I don't know how long. Okay, they aren't gonna touch the Super Bowl. Did you hear us say Bears? No, exactly. Why'd you have to bring the Packers though? Because you guys couldn't have Aaron Rodgers for some reason. He won one more recently than the Chicago Bears okay, did. I never said that. I never said drinking wine out of a Chicago Bears cup right now. Just yeah, it's not even yours. This is this does not look like a Chicago head. Bears cup to me. I, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't see a Chicago Bears cup. <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm excited for this game. But w- let's talk about some of the other things that's going on in the NFL. Um, do you really do you want to talk about the draft really quick since we're talking about that? Yeah, I want to go ahead. About the draft. Go ahead. I know you said something pre-show. I want to say quick. that Kyle Hamilton should be the unanimous number one overall pick for the Jacksonville Jaguars. I don't know I... how you guys feel about that, but he people are saying that there's no generational talents. He, it, I was watching Theo Ash. I love watched Theo. that whole video. He's a Packers well, fan. I already, I already He's thought that Kyle Hamilton was the best player in the draft because he is, and it's not even close. You're yeah. biased. No, it is I'm not. Biased. It is oh, Kyle oh, Hamilton yeah, yeah. is the best player in the draft. Not Go Thibodeau on. or not. No, um, okay. it is not close. He, he is. The what about best... the offensive lineman out of Alabama? No, Evan, Evan, Neal? Neal? Evan Neal is not even the best offensive tackle in the class. They're projecting yes, him to go first overall. Evan A Neal's lot of dog. people are. Okay, no. back. Okay, back Came to Kyle Hamilton. 
You think Kelly Hutchinson think is raw? Also. Yeah. Okay. Here's what I have to say. Kelly Hutchinson is the best safety product to ever come into the NFL. Best safety prospect to ever come into the NFL, and it's not even close. Um, not even close. Here, so here's what I he, think about it. He changes the entire defense. So you have seven men in the – how many people are usually in the box? Seven men, right? Yeah. You have Kyle Hamilton on the field. He'll line 20 yards back. You still count him as being in the box. He is involved on a lot of plays. After the podcast, I'll show you highlights. And let's I, see how you feel about him. I would I, I be the man. first overall pick without a doubt. Here's the thing. I agree with his logic. Going back to what um, Theo Ash was saying on the Stay Hot podcast, I think that he, – he mentioned that there's no generational talent like Miles Garrett, but I think – that's really ironic because I think Kayvon no. Thibodeau is the next Miles Garrett for the NFL. No, he said everybody's saying there is no generational talents in this draft. Yeah, exactly. But he thinks that Kyle Hamilton is the generational Yeah, talent. I think Kayvon Thibodeau is the next generational talent. Kayvon Thibodeau is overrated. I don't think so. I think he's really talented. I think he's the perfect hybrid D lineman that there is. He's big. He's 6'5", 250. Kyle he's Hamilton fast. in the first four games of the season had five interceptions. Yeah, I agree. I think Kyle Hamilton is the best player in the draft. I think Kayvon Thibodeau is the most NFL-ready and fit for an NFL okay, team Okay, no. Kyle Hamilton is the most NFL-ready player in the draft. It's not even close. Uh, think about how is- hard it is for a edge rusher to go in the NFL and be completely dominant. How hard it is? Yes. Michael Parsons. Miles, it's way easier. Miles Garrett, Michael Parsons. Michael Parsons, TJ Watt. Three of the best defensive players are young guys that came in the league and just started yeah, dominating right away. He's not wrong. I think and Thibodeau is he's bigger came than Thibodeau put in the Pac-12. <laughs> That's true. But he is bigger than all of those guys. Um, Jacksonville's a blitz-heavy team. He's coming off a blitz-heavy Oregon team. He, he fits perfectly for him. I don't think Jacksonville's going to take him. They already have Josh Allen. They don't need a, They need weapons for t- Trevor Lawrence. I'm you need the best player in the I'm draft. You need to take an offensive no. lineman. You take an offensive lineman if you're Jacksonville. No, if I'm Jacksonville, I'm putting my fist down right now saying we're drafting Kyle Hamilton. He'll be our a safety start could of, help them. I don't think of our defense for the next six years, and then I go into free agency. I sign all the defensive linemen, the all the offensive linemen possible. I work on my revolve my entire offense in free agency, and I change. Cal Hamilton will change the defense day one. I agree. Yeah, I don't I think agree, I agree with that. Cal Hamilton literally is like when I watched Notre Dame play last year, he. Was involved, I would say, on like nine out of ten plays. Like he's always he, there. There, every play, he is in the box or at the point of the hole before the Mike linebacker. I'm, I'm not kidding. I'll show you guys highlights after this. Yeah. After we film this, it is insane. But do you think that what's more, in my opinion? This is what is more important when you're drafting. In my opinion, I I think we've seen teams. Do this where it's worked out for them, and I've seen teams do this where it hasn't worked out. Where it worked out is where, when it's the but you like taking the best player available, which I think Kyle Hamilton would would be the best player available. But here's the thing: it's I don't know if it's what Jacksonville needs. We saw it work out with Jamar Chase and the Bengals, where they they need alignment, but they literally just took the best player available, Jamar Chase, and it worked out for them. I think said they're not going to take an offensive lineman with the first pick. Who? You said the Jackson. Yeah, I said it worked. I said it worked out for them, the, the Bengals. It worked I out think, for them doing I don't that. think they're they need an, I think they player. either take Hamilton or they take Evan Neal. I don't so think they need to take an edge rusher. I'm saying they should. 
There's no need for them to take an edge rusher. Josh Allen has been good. They have a front, good front seven. They obviously have safety. To be honest, I would rather take Kyle Hamilton over Kayvon Thibodeau. Josh Allen has been good, but think about this. Let's just think back to twenty. Was it twenty or twenty eighteen when Garrett was drafted? Garrett was generational. That man was on another level. You're telling me in the 2018 draft, you would not even that you wouldn't pass on to Miles Garrett, but you don't want any other team having Miles Garrett. That's, that's, that's not, a guy that Miles Garrett isn't that type between, of level. There is, I mean, I mean God, Thibodeau isn't that yeah, – yeah, exactly. No How do you know that? He's because the same exact shot. size. He's faster. He well, dominated the same way. No, he did not. He was he hurt this whole year. year. He was hurt he this whole year. Because he was hurt this whole year. That's why stats don't show that. If you, if you watch him just go one-on-one against the linemen, you can't – first of all, if you get Kayvon Thibodeau, that takes, away, that, that takes away two offensive linemen out of the picture immediately. That opens up your defense for Josh Allen too. Like that that affects your whole defense. I think it will affect them more. It's more valuable to I don't think, than Kyle Hamilton. To be honest, I think Aiden Hutchinson is more NFL-ready than Kayvon Thibodeau. No. I do think Kayvon Thibodeau has a substantially higher ceiling. Kayvon Thibodeau could be – Have you watched the Kayvon Thibodeau film? film? He may be big. He may be athletic. He has Best. zero. He has zero moves. Okay, that's just, that's easy. That's yeah, that's, that's, that's not, not NFL that's ready though. That's not NFL. No, I've even watched. He just he just bull rushes them. Yeah, that's not NFL okay. moves. That's not okay. NFL. He's not Garrett type. You think he's gonna bull rush David Bakhtiari or like Quinn that's Nelson? That's not happening. Exactly. He's gonna get. He's gonna get. Aiden Hutchinson has every move in the bag. If you take it to first of all, he didn't need to do it in college, which is why you see him. So if he didn't need to do it, you don't know that he can do it. If he can't do it, he's gonna get dominated in the NFL. Here's the thing: I think Kayvon Thibodeau could be above average in every one of those skill sets in less than a year. Here's the thing: you can't train. You can't train being six five. You can't train being six fifty. Yeah, that's why I said his potential is. And you can't train being one of the fastest linemen in the but you can trade speed you can trade speed you can't is he train NFL speed like ready for a 258 guy is he NFL ready though I think so I think not with his moves and not with his skill he set not have a his potential maybe not with his moves I, though I think Kayvon Thibodeau will be the next Miles Garrett will be a generational talent I think that's a guy you can't pass up on on the number one pick I don't see how you can I think Kyle Hamilton's a great player I think Kyle Hamilton's a better defense if you're taking defense I'm taking Kyle Hamilton I'd, I'd like this draft because there's no clear number one pick. Like, all the past couple of years, like last year, um, who was Hutchinson. number one uh, last year? Um, oh, Trevor. Yeah, Trevor. yeah, that was, like, clear. Like, everyone knew he was going yeah. number one. Like, this year, you, I don't know who's going to go number one overall. It could go anyone. It's, I like that. Yeah. Who – you guys think who the first QB is going to take? You think it's going to be Pickett? Malik Willis. You think Willis will be going to have Pickett? Willis or Justin? Who's the, who's who's the quarterback out of Liberty? Rounds. Who's the no, quarterback out of Liberty? He's, it's number, he's a new number one quarterback. I think Kenny Pickett's. I don't. Out of pit, right? Just went to the senior bowl and won every single award possible. Yeah, that's true. I think that. I think out of pit, right? I think. I Kenny mean, Pickett. Yeah. They still have him below, like. Uh, they still have him below, like. Corral, I don't want any of the quarterback, but I don't like any. I'm not huge on Willis, any of guys besides Pickett. I like Pickett. Willis's potential. If I'm drafting with, if I need a quarterback and I'm drafting a top ten pick, I'm looking for potential over yeah, the NFL really, ready. Yeah. And Malik Willis has an insane arm, runs a four four, is big, but he's not that accurate. In he doesn't have very good pocket. All right, but yeah, oh, he's you out of the first. He's out of the pocket, and, and he can't really read defenses. Out of, but yeah, you can teach that stuff. 
you can't teach throwing the ball 80 yards on okay. the field in a 4-4. Four, four. Yeah, right, right, right. Give me a second. You're saying you can give you can teach them how to read a defense a year, but you can't teach pass rush moves in a year? Oh, no, you can't teach. That's what I'm saying. That's, that's what we okay. said. Kayvon okay. Thibodeau has potential, but like he that's doesn't saying, have the skill set uh, yet. I'm saying Malik. You can't draft someone in the number one in the NFL if he hasn't shown off his – Entire I'm the pass rush moves, yeah. Don't get it twisted. Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying Aiden you Hutchinson. just said Hutchinson's more NFL ready. I think yes. Hutchinson's a close second. But if that number one pick, I'm taking is a really close second. The last two things that we really kind of just need to tap into before this episode ended was um, there's one more head coach hiring, and the most important thing that happened since last episode was the goat Tom Brady finally retired. <laughs> yeah, bye bye. There's been there's a lot of drama around it because Adam Shafter came out report that he retired and then Brady said no, and then he Brady was like oh yeah Daly he's like actually I am retiring like now that you say that so like uh I don't I don't really know how that all went down but it has been official now that he is retiring even though despite the fact that Brady said like six months from now who knows what's gonna happen if he'd be open to coming out of retirement and that's what I was kind of thinking about earlier like. How this man is what forty or five years old? He's played for twenty two years. That's half his life that he spent in the NFL, and that's every day of his life waking up and either preparing for football somewhere, watching film, practicing, throwing the ball, anything like that, working out. Like this man is a lived, breathed, slept football, slept, slept football for his last twenty two years of his life. And I don't think how you can just like step away when you're at such a peak in your career too, statistically wise, that you're able to step away. But he was able to do it, and I like if he were to come back, I wouldn't become be surprised because that's just not in him to just quit and leave like that. But now that we do see him retiring, this opens up like this is officially the era for guys like Mahomes, Herbert, Joe Burrow. This is literally the new era right now. As Wait for Rodgers to be gone. Yes, it was. was not leaving for like five years. You're funny. I'll give him two. He just won MVP. Why would he retire? How do you know? He hasn't won MVP yet. It's about to happen, like, probably, like, 15 minutes. As we're okay, if it this. doesn't, if he doesn't win, even if he doesn't, he's second. Why would you retire after that? Yeah. Did you see what happened at that golf tournament? Or yeah, I he saw. Like, he, he held a four. He's, like, three-time MVP, and he just held up the four, like, four times. Uh, that was pretty funny. I'm not going to lie. The same people who vote for, for um for All-Pro are the people who vote for MVP and they voted Brady or Rogers over Brady for first yeah. team All Pro? It's the same voters. I don't think Brady was in the running for MVP. Was yeah, he was. He's yeah, gonna be he's second. Gonna be second. Really? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Brady's gonna be second. I went. I he could have went too. But like should have been, been Cooper Cup. Yeah, Cooper Cup did win Offensive Player of the Year though, so that's pretty much over for it. Triple count, Crown winner, an amazing year for him. But you know, not as Brady's on like. I, I honestly I don't know how you guys feel, but I still haven't processed it. Like I can't imagine the NFL without Tom Brady. We'll see next year. I don't know. It's gonna it's hard. Like I was I was down and depressed that whole day when he retired. Because as much as like he's be your team or whatever, like you just can't like deny his greatness or like imagine the NFL without him. He's just been the staple of it. But hats off to an amazing career for him. And I can't wait for this like next era of quarterbacks to come through. And like I said, the last thing I just wanted to touch on real quick was Former U of I head coach, Lovey Smith and Chicago Bears head coach, uh, getting hired for a Texans head coaching job. I just wanted to get your guys' thoughts. How do you feel about the Texans hiring that after firing Dale Coley? I don't think they should have ever fired Coley. Yeah. Like, they, they didn't even give him a chance. He did better than what everyone they was expecting the best them to. Lovey Smith. The awesome. best option should have been David Coley. Should have kept him at least another year. Since early 2000s. We'll see. We the last time we saw him Bigo was with the Bears. He struggled to bring any talent in the U of I. He struggled to win games with the players that we had at U of I. 
And now, uh, with Buccaneers, even when they had a good defense and a good roster, they he struggled to win there. So I just don't know how that's going to turn out for them. I think Flores would have was a good option too. Um, Hardball could have been on the line for them, which by the way, yeah, tonight for that Vikings job. I think we might talk about that last episode. I don't know, but that's only the most recent hire that's happened, and we'll see how that plays out for the Texans. We will. We will. But that's all we got for you guys today. A little bit shorter episode, but we're just here to kind of talk about the Super Bowl. And we'll be back with an even more uh, exciting episode next time when we come to you with the Super Bowl recap. Um, I'm sure it'll be a great game, and we can't wait to see you guys after then. Peace out.